What's up? What's up, y'all? And welcome. Welcome. Welcome to some assembly. Some assembly. Some assembly required. Welcome to some assembly required. Let's chat. What is up, y'all? Happy Friday or happy weekend or whatever day it is um, that you are joining me today. Welcome back or welcome if this is your first time to Some Assembly Required. I am your host, E, and it is such a pleasure to have you here. It's been a little bit of a tough week for myself. If I sound a little strange, that is because your girl is a little sicky. But don't you worry, um, I am on the mend and that just means that we're going to make this one short and sweet uh, so that we can all relax a little bit. Keeping you guys updated with what's been going on. Last week, I joined my good friend at Lark Meet on his podcast, um, Not Another Monday Show on Twitch. Go and check him out. But we were following up on the last episode of Some Assembly Required, episode six, My Televisual Life. Go check it out if you haven't already. Um, But it was so much fun just reliving basically what it's like when television raised you. And um, my good friend Mark is is right up there with me in all of this fun TV show nostalgia that I was experiencing. And I was like, man, how can I follow up with that? You know, that was a light, a nice light topic. And I was thinking about other nostalgic things that, you know, were very present in my formative years. And I was like, well, you know, books, books were really uh, important to me along with the television, right? From Junie B. Jones to things like, you know, Harry Potter, Angels and Demons, whatever. But the real, one of the big series of my time is Twilight. Um, And if you guys are post-Twilight peeps, I'm sure that you're still excited to see it because it looks like it's coming back into fashion. But Twilight was like an end-all be-all for gals like me, for quite a while. Um, And I won't get into the content and relevance of how Twilight has shaped me today. Um, If that's something you guys want, let me know. We can make that happen. Um, But today I'm going to pull a little nugget of hmm, inspiration that I pulled a long, long time ago, actually from Twilight itself. So in the foreword of Twilight, if I'm not mistaken, it's Twilight, the first book, there is a poem written in um, by Robert Frost. Uh, it's called Fire and Ice. And this is one of my favorite poems of all time, not to be confused with Fire and Blood, House Targaryen. This is Fire and Ice by Robert Frost. Um, off the top of my head, I do know this poem, so I'm going to lay it out for you guys really quickly and then just chat about it a bit. So the poem goes as follows. Some say the world will end in fire, and some say ice. From what I've tasted of desire, I hold with those who favor fire. But if it had to perish twice, I think I know enough of hate to say that for destruction, ice is also great and would suffice. And I'll let you sit with that for just a sec. Pretty awesome. If you want to pause, if you want to go reread right this second, feel free to do so. But I picked up two really important things 
when I read this awesome poem at the ripe age of 15, right before I was about to launch into the love life of a vampire and a werewolf and a human girl. The first is that I had no idea how to pronounce the word suffice before I read it out loud and realized that it was supposed to rhyme with ice. And the second is that I loved this poem. I didn't have any real particular reason as to why. I I won't say that at 15 years old, this poem taught me something or made me insightful. Like I just liked how it sounded. And then, you know, as a great girl that I am, I continued to read the rest of the book. And, you know, you start to draw parallels about something like fire and ice with you know, Edward and Jacob, if you guys know what I'm talking about, Team Edward, Team Jacob, or more simply put, for those that might not, like this idea of hate and desire and one being more passionate than the other, but one being fire and one being ice, both being entirely capable of destruction. For some reason, right, these words stayed with me when I was 15 years old. I was like, this sounds really exciting. It sounds cool. So my sister and I wrote the entire poem on the mirror in our room that we shared at the time and that's exactly why I know every single word of this poem but over time you do realize that everything is kind of fueled in these two arenas of desire and hate of fire and ice when when it comes to real disagreements and overall this poem like really illustrates that some say the world will end in x y or z people have different perceptions people have different opinions and whether or not that difference of opinion aligns with your opinion it's likely going to cause some destruction if we address it in a certain way if we're trying to create conflict instead of resolution right that's the way that the world ends whether it's cold and slow and deliberate or whether it's big and loud and fiery all these things ultimately differences of opinion again if aimed towards conflict and not towards resolution will lead us to an end whether that's fire or ice I mean what's the bigger message behind all of this for me it's just to lead with kindness I know I'm super passionate about my fighting Fridays but I mean, there's there's a spin on that, right? And it's getting at something else. It's trying to continue to grow through our fits of rage and passion. But ultimately, when we lead with kindness and when we work towards resolutions and not towards destruction, we help each other grow. We help each other learn. We become better people and we all survive. So that's my little nugget of info for you guys for this week. Just a little piece of my childhood, a little piece of what made me who I am, thinking about fire and ice and twilight and all good things. I'm sure you guys can hear about the the depths of my twilight obsession some other time, but wishing you all well. I hope that you're all staying healthy out there, that you enjoyed this mini-sode. And I can't wait to catch you guys in a couple more weeks um, back here on Some Assembly Required. Right when you thought I was going to wrap up, I have some awesome news trying to make a place for you guys to visit where it's still my content. 
uh, but not necessarily my personal life. I will be on Insta at some assembly required pod and I will be on YouTube sometime shortly, but feel free to spread the word, share this podcast with your friends. Thank you for coming back here. If this is not your first visit to some assembly required, I appreciate you guys all greatly. Um, and if this is your first trip to some assembly required, I can't wait to see you back next time. We'll chat soon.